Hello, welcome to the Market Lane Coffee Podcast. This episode is part of our coffee rollout series where we introduce new coffees to the Market Lane team. My name is Einar and I'm here with Jenny and Jason. In this episode, we serve up a double espresso. We got two new coffees to talk about. One coffee is a single origin and we have a new seasonal blend that is made up of an old favorite and a coffee that is new to Market Lane. The single origin is Momora from Guji, Ethiopia, and the seasonal blend is made up of Santa Clara from Antigua, Guatemala, and Wahandura from Murag County between Thika and Nyeri, Kenya. Hello, Jenny and Jason. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the new uh, coffee bag labels that has been updated. Jenny, could you tell us uh, a little bit about why? Sure. Um, there's kind of two main changes to the labels and they're not major changes to the artwork but they are some updates we've been talking about this year for a little while so we're excited to have them rolled out in the shops. The first one is a a pretty big change to the way the content is organized on the bag. So at the very top left of the bag we now have either filter roast listed or espresso roast and we've taken any kind of mention of roast out of the name of the coffee. We didn't have the roast type in our filter coffees, but we did have it in our espressos, so you won't see it on the espresso bags anymore. And the reason we've very clearly put the roast type on the top left of the bag is that we found customers were still sometimes getting confused with which coffee was best for their brew methods at home. So it's an attempt to clarify the information for customers and and try to ensure that customers are getting the roast that will make the best coffee at home. The other big change is more aesthetic, and that's just with our filter coffees, we no longer have the white bottom half of the label. The, The labels are now full color, so all the labels on the shelves now are full color. And that is really just an aesthetic choice. Um, we really liked that all the bags on the, sh- on the retail shelves when they're lined up in full color looked really bold and really beautiful. You know, originally the white bottomed label was to distinguish filter, but it, it wasn't actually working as a design solution. Um, so yeah, we're very excited. The other tiny thing that you might not have noticed is that the font is a little bit bigger um, to try to make it a bit easier for customers to read the tasting notes, the region, the country, the variety and the processing. Well, thank you, Jenny. Uh, Jason, you're sticking around to talk about uh, the two new coffees. The first one is Momora from Ethiopia. What can you tell us about this coffee? Well, I'm happy to see this coffee again. It's always a favorite amongst our staff and customers. Natural processed Ethiopian and a particularly clean one. Uh, This has got a lot of fruit character. It's rich and whiny. And we've been trying to find more and more Ethiopian coffees that are from single producers or single producer lots. And this is one of them. So Yodesa Yachi has his own farm, but he also buys in cherry from people around his farm. They call them in Ethiopia outgrowers. I think he has around 200 hectares and there's a an additional 400 hectares um, surrounding his farm where people grow coffee that he purchases cherry from and he calls it Momora coffee as well. Momora is actually named after the, the river that flows through through that area. So the, the region sort of called Momora, but um, that's also the name of his farm. We brewed some Momora earlier with the espresso machine. Uh, do you want to share some of your tasting notes? Sure. So we brewed it as espresso. Um, I'll share some. I dug out some old cupping notes from when we first tasted it. And it might give you an indication as to how it changes from a cupping bowl to the espresso machine. So in the cupping bowl, um, when I cupped this in August, when it first landed, uh, we tasted a lot of uh, sweet peach, orange, very sort of citric and floral uh, cup. 
uh, a lot of intensity, a lot of uh, lime and honey. So a really clean and floral cup. And then when we cupped it today, we got a lot more cherry, sort of dark fruits, some stone fruit, very, very sweet and more sort of some notes of like baking chocolate or things like that. Um, what did you find in the cup, Anna? As in espresso, I had the f- notes of floral sweet. Uh, I think it's particularly sweet. Fresh strawberry, some stone fruit, uh, soft citrus-like acidity, mandarin or kumquat. I uh, got some honey notes, dark chocolate, black grapes and a tea-like finish. I thought it's a very complex coffee. We were speaking earlier about how this coffee is suited quite well for milk as well. And... You were asking, how is it so thin? <laughs> All of our espresso coffees are suited for milk. And, and I guess the, the answer is that we, we do choose the coffees that we roast for espresso to um, be suited for milk. So if there was a coffee that wasn't suited as an espresso with milk, we, we wouldn't choose that. We wouldn't choose to roast that as an espresso coffee. Mm-hmm. We would save it for a filter coffee or for a special small one. Momoro is a natural processed jack varietal from the Guji zone in Sidama, Ethiopia. The tasting notes are nectarine and orange with a floral finish. This coffee retails for $22 for 250 gram and $75 per kilo. We will have this coffee on the shelf and on the menu until the end of January. And we also have a new seasonal blend. It's made up of uh, 40% of Wahundura, which is a new coffee for Market Lane. Could you tell us about this coffee? Yeah, this is the first year we've purchased Wahundura for Market Lane. Uh, Melbourne Coffee Merchants purchased it uh, last year as well as this year. Um, but we really loved it on the cupping table and the, the lot size really suited us as well. It's from quite a large washing station. So we were excited to have this on as an espresso coffee um, in our seasonal. We think that the taste profile will really complement Santa Clara and yeah, we're excited to offer it. And we had quite a few coffees from Kenya recently. Where's this coffee from in Kenya? All the coffee grown in Kenya is from a quite a small part, a small area. Um, this is from uh, Moranga County, which is uh, between Nyeri and uh, Kiambu. So still, again, at the at the base of Mount Kenya, between Mount Kenya and Nairobi. It, Like I said, it, it's quite a large um, washing station. There's something like 5,600 producers who contribute to this washing station. It's a cooperative, so they all share ownership in this washing station. And as with a lot of regions in Kenya, they also grow a number of SL varieties, so SL2834, and then a couple of improved varieties like the Ruri 11 and Batian as well. And 60% of the blend is made up of Santa Clara from Antigua, Guatemala. It's one of the first coffees that you bought through Market Lane. Could you tell us about this coffee? Yeah, this coffee is very dear to Market Lane and the producer Ricardo Zelaya is a very good friend of, of ours and we're very um, excited to go and see him every year. Um, unfortunately, we've we've missed him the last two years. We actually had a quite a long uh, Zoom chat this morning about how Harvest is going and the sort of volumes we're looking for for next year um, because they have just started Harvest. But yeah, it's a very old and familiar coffee for Market Lane. If you go back through some of the very old photos, you'll see... Um, Santa Clara was, I think, one of the first seasonal espressos we we had, mixing it with a yoga chef, just yoga chef coffee before he had a bit bit more transparency on the coffees. Um, but we love we love Ricardo's approach. Uh, we love his his ethics and his approach to farming coffee, um, the ecology around his farm, how he preserves some of the waterways, how he looks after his 
um, coffee pickers and workers on the farm. Um, he started a couple of social programs that we support, um, and uh, he he updated us on the progress of of one of them, which is uh, yeah really nice. They've they've opened up a, like a, a computer lab for children in Antigua. Um, some of them. Uh, have very limited sort of access to the internet at home or it can be quite expensive because it's all over mobile data. So Santa Clara provided a sort of like a yeah, computer lab with a number of laptops set up, um, you know, high-speed internet, that sort of thing, so they can do some research for school and, and things. So. so we mentioned that this coffee is from the region called Antigua. Can you tell us more about Antigua? It's a um, quite a small town sort of nestled in the valley between three volcanoes, which sounds a little bit scary, but uh, only only one of them is active. So um, <laughs> the Volcan Fuego um, lets out little puffs of smoke every now and again, and apparently it's a good thing because it's, it's letting pressure off. And what type of characteristics will coffees from Antigua have? So there are a number of different coffee growing regions in, in Guatemala, and most of them sort of extend along a volcano ridge that runs sort of along the, the southern coast of Guatemala. To the south, um, there is um, El Salvador, and to the north is Mexico. Um, Antigua sits pretty much in the middle. It's a very short drive to Guatemala City, um, just an hour with traffic. <laughs> the soil itself is very rich. It's all volcanic soil. Um, the climate there is relatively dry compared to a lot of other um, coffee-growing regions. Um, compared to places like Coban, it's, um, it's fairly low humidity and quite dry. Um, and I would describe the flavor of the coffees that come out of Antigua as being um, very well-balanced, um, some very distinct sort of red apple or cherry flavors coming through, uh, very clean and sweet. What are your tasting notes for the seasonal espresso blend? Yeah, we brewed some up earlier and uh, enjoyed this with uh, milk as well as black. Um, I do get a lot of that cherry sweetness come through. I think some of it is from the from the Kenya, but definitely some of it's from Santa Clara itself. I also taste a bit of red apple, nice caramel. Um, it's quite a heavy-bodied coffee, even though it's quite acidic, or like even though it's got quite a lot of acidity. So I think it's really interesting, a very um, a unique blend. My notes are it was very rounded and well-balanced. I think the Kenyan has a distinct acidity that comes through. Uh, my other tasting notes were apricot, uh, raisin, butterscotch, dark chocolate, and a lingering sugarcane sweetness. Compared to Momora with milk, it's a much stronger pronounced flavor, uh, well-balanced, and I lost some of the fruitier notes and got notes of um, well milk chocolate that might be the <laughs> might be the milk um, and also some almonds so nuttier flavors and we had a, a small piece of anonymous feedback through our um, form you can find these forms at the bottom of our staff newsletter there's a, a google link if you want to ask us any questions or have any comments or feedback or whatever and you prefer to remain anonymous you can just use use that anytime you like um, but anyway this this one piece was um, questioning why we don't use chocolate on our cappuccinos and it's a good question um, when we started out market lane we went through all the drinks we wanted to serve and considered the recipes that we wanted to serve with them so we looked at how much uh, espresso we wanted to use we wanted we looked at the size of the cups and we looked at uh, whether we wanted to add chocolate to cappuccinos and at the time and probably still in melbourne people do put you know 
chocolate and sugar on top of cappuccinos. At the time, we decided against it because we thought people were adding chocolate to the cappuccinos to sort of mask some of the flavor of the coffee in the milk. And we didn't really feel like that was appropriate given that we were trying to source the best coffee we can and we really wanted to to highlight the coffee rather than, you know, mask it with the with the cocoa and the, the sugar. So we decided against it. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the, the reason why. Um, if you're at all, you know, in a position where you think someone's new to Market Lane and they order a cappuccino or they seem like, you know, maybe they're expecting it, then of course, you know, it's a good idea to let them know that we tend not to put chocolate in our cappuccinos. It's a choice we've made about the style of drink we want to we want to serve. And we're not trying to pass judgment on people who like chocolate on their cappuccinos. It's just, you know, that's the way that we've decided to do it. So we can, of course, provide chocolate and, you know, give it a little dusting if that's the way that they would prefer to have their cappuccinos. Seasonal blend is made up of 60% Santa Clara, which is a washed processed bourbon and Katura varietals from the Antigua region of Guatemala and 40% Wahandura, which is a washed process SL28, SL34, Ruru11 and Batian varietals from Muranga region in Kenya. The tasting note for this blend is cherry sweetness and red apple with a caramel finish. This coffee retails for $18 for 250g and $60 per kilo. And we will have this blend on the shelf and on the bar until the beginning of March 2022. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, once again, we appreciate your feedback if you have it. Please do keep asking questions because it does keep us on our toes and we do like to hear about any inconsistencies and any challenges that you have in our shops that, you know, honestly, we may not have thought of or we may not have considered. So pl please do keep sending it through. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.